Welcome to It's All Correlated. I'm your host, Jordan Phillip. And my first guest ever of the year is Malik Hassan. <laughs> he is the founder of Infinite Marketing Solutions and the co-founder of Change the Narrative. How you doing? Doing good, brother. What about yourself? Great. We just had like a 10-minute conversation. We probably got through most of the questions by accident, but uh, <laughs> we'll progress. <laughs> we'll progress. Hey, it's all good. So I just want to ask you about change the narrative. Uh, what is change the narrative? Yeah, so uh, change the narrative is a, it's a nonprofit organization that myself and um, two other individuals founded. And pretty much our thing is we want to change the narrative on just many different aspects of life. But one primarily being how the community views us as black men or just young people, right? So a lot of the times we would be in the community, we'd be doing things and we would hear like, oh, you know, a lot of black men aren't involved in the community. Um, the black community doesn't have a lot of positive role models and we wanted to be a part of that change, right? And not just talk about it, but actually become it. So we started changing the narrative and like some of the things that we do is just going out into the communities and providing mentorship um, to the youth, right? Because a lot of the youth, they don't have positive role models to look up to. And we right. just create programs and various workshops around empowering young people to be who their community will one be who they need to who they need to be and then be who their community needs them to be. So that's a little bit about you know changing the narrative. Okay. And short term, like let's say the next three to five years, what do you hope is the impact of change the narrative? <clears throat> so and right like, where now do you see the Go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go ahead. And I was just going to add on to that. And like, where do you see like the business itself being? Like besides the impact, like what about the business as a whole? You know, I would say in the next three to five years, um, definitely changing narrative would have impacted thousands, um, if not tens of thousands of young people and between the ages of eight and 17. Um, right now we're working on something where it's, you know, we're building out curriculums for school systems to, I mean, for schools to implement into their, you know, curriculum and, um, and pretty much just helping children, helping the youth to develop positive mindsets. Right. And, you know, we understand that the mindset lays at the root of everything that we do. So if we want to change people's behaviors, right? We have to help them to develop a positive mindset. So, yeah, just like, again, I see like in the next three to five years, definitely change the narrative. Like all around the country, LA, already, we're already in Vegas, um, mm -hmm. Chicago, Atlanta, New York, like just we're and eventually, you know, international, you right. know, where we're just impacting, impacting the youth on a, on a large scale and, and really, um, get into the nitty gritty of some of the problems that that you face today, you know. And what do you think are the biggest problems that the youth are facing that you have seen? I think, I mean, you know, it, I think they've, <laughs> the narrative has changed so much because of like COVID and just different things because kids nowadays are very much so like, they're not very social. You know, mm -hmm. right? They're on their phones. They're doing different stuff. So they're not like they don't really have that 
interpersonal skills where they can communicate with other people effectively and build relationships effectively, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, really helping them to build up those interpersonal skills, right? And then uh, another thing, because they lack that social interaction, I think a lot of children nowadays lack self-esteem, yeah. right? Has low self-esteem. <clears throat> and also social media, um contributes to it because they see a lot of these things on social media and they see a lot of glamorous things because that's usually what show, you know, a showcase on social media and they look at their lives and they're like, wow, like I don't have those things in my life. So my life sucks. Right. (laughs) So they kind of develop a, a a toxic mindset um, because they don't have these things in their lives. So really like one of the things would be helping them to establish a sense of self and, and, and for them to be, comfortable in their own skin and, and be um, okay with, you know, to, with being their self, you know, right. so like really just helping them to develop that self-esteem, that self-confidence, I think is huge. So you're going to pretty much be like a, have like a boys and girls club or a big brother type of organization, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and that's pretty much, and that's pretty much like how it's set up. Right, like we don't come into schools like yeah, we're 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 teachers, we're informers, but we're not coming into the schools as, as a stereotypical teacher, right? One, we're young, so we're still relatable. We can still, you know, uh, we we wear a lot of the same clothes. We still can talk the talk. You know what I'm saying? So right. we're more relatable in that aspect. But then we're coming at them from a standpoint of of not. We're coming at them from a real standpoint. We're saying like, hey, look. I've been in your shoes. I've been in that seat that you're sitting in. Sitting in, I've been there. Right. A lot of the actions that you're taking, I've already done. And these are the results that I got behind taking those certain actions. Now, you can still choose to take those actions or you can choose to do something different in order to get different results in your life. You know what I'm saying? And for me personally... I wish I would have, like, I always tell people, I wish I would have had a me growing up. I wish I would have had somebody like me now that would have came back and and, and kind of just helped guide me in the right direction. You right. know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of the things myself, I had to learn on my own, you know? So, like I said, just being that positive role models um, for those kids because you can't, like, if you can't see it, you won't become it. You have to be able to see it to become it. Right. right. So when you when you're when you're coming and you're you coming to these children, you're authentic and they, they can feel the energy. The kids can pick up on the energy and you come with the realness. You're like, yo, what you doing? That's not it. But hey, maybe try doing this and see what results you get from it. You know, and right. I'm going to help guide you. I'm here with you. I'm going to help you every step of the way. So just giving them that support and that love that they need. And that's actually uh, what I was going to get into next. Um, I remember I saw one of your post, I think it was beginning of last year, you talked about uh you had you met this this guy who was your mentor and then he asked you, Hey, like what music do you listen to? And then he said, I bet it's rap music or something. There's nothing wrong with rap music, yeah. but but that but that was your answer. And then, you know, I guess he challenged you to listen to podcasts and ebooks, right? And then yeah. that and you said that that was a big part of why you changed your pretty much your whole lifestyle now. Yeah. So that was the, yeah, man. Um, hey, you want me to get into that? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that is, 
Yeah, it's a very popular story now. Um, man, that that guy changed my life. You know, like I never knew that I never knew the guy, um, and I had only met him briefly. And even up to this day, I've never seen him again. But just that thirty minute conversation that I had with that gentleman completely changed my life. And you were absolutely right. He he asked me what what music I listened to, and I told him like you know the stereotypical music, of course, like hip hop. Um, and he said, okay, like, I figured you were going to say that. So that's what kind of yeah. caught me off guard. I was like, okay, like, what, like, what are you trying to, like, you judging me, you know? Um, right. and he was like, but look, I'm going to challenge you to stop listening to that and stop and start listening to, you know, podcasts, books, audio books, whatever, mm-hmm. and come back. And uh, he said, come back in the year and tell me how much your thinking has changed. So right. when he said it, it was weird because, he knew, no, you know, nobody had ever spoken to me like that. Um, and then I went back. I went back home and I, I forgot about the conversation, honestly. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I was just on my phone and I, I noticed, you know, the purple app. Like I noticed like the podcast app. Yeah. And I was like, OK, I never even noticed this thing. So I clicked it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, what do I search? So I just typed in motivation and Les Brown popped up and I mm-hmm. listened to the Les Brown archives. And after maybe two or three days of listening to that stuff, like my mindset had did a one a entire, like a 180. And I had that aha moment where I was like, wow, I'm behind the curve, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, okay, I need to make a change. And I, cause I, I, I didn't like at that time, you know, everything like divine intervention, right? At that time, I was having a lot of internal conflict within myself because I didn't like the man, the person who I was becoming, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, okay, I need to make a shift. And it starts with me. It starts with me making this, the decision to make the change. That was the first step. And ever since then, it completely changed my life. Set me on an entirely different path. Wow. It's kind of funny that you said that you didn't like who you're becoming. Because when we first met, I thought you were like the most mature person <laughs> out of the 40 people oh, right. we were in boot camp with. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like when everyone was laughing and playing around, Which, you had a you had a straight face. And I was like, wow, this yeah. guy no, this guy's I've different. Been, I've always been disciplined. <laughs> yeah. I've always been disciplined. I've, you know, I, and I, I can thank my mom for that. I mm-hmm. grew up in a very structured, a very disciplined household. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we had chores to do and like we did them like my mom wasn't playing no games like if we had to mow the grass we was mowing the grass so you was waking up like if you didn't then you probably was get, you was gonna get the belt like you know so yeah um I'll, i've always had that discipline and i knew when to i knew when to lock in you know mm-hmm. um but a lot of of course like you know young right i was a kid you know and a lot of choices that you make when you're young aren't progressive to the life that you actually want to create for yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you have this big vision of the life that you want to create. Oh, I want this amount of money in my bank account. Oh, I want to, you know, uh, be with this, you know, type of person. Oh, I want to have these kind of friends. Oh, I want to have this kind of job. But when you're young, a lot of the decisions that you make aren't in alignment with creating that life. Right. You know, so... You know, like with me having an aha moment, it was like, okay, I want to create this type of life. What actions do I need to start taking note to create that? Because the actions that I'm taking now 
are not going to be progressive. They're going to lead me down a path of destruction. Right. You know, so I need to I need to save my life, you know, and that's how I looked at it. Like I looked at it. I didn't look at it like, oh, I'm trying to secure this, you know, this nice job or, oh, I'm trying to uh, uh, attract whatever. I looked at it like I'm trying to save my life. Like if I if I don't change my mindset, I'm going to like I'm going to die. Yeah. And that's just how like me. That's just how like that's just how my mind is like wired. Like I, I don't like it's no, it's never in between for me. It's either one end of the other spectrum or the other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, my wife hates it because I take it's I, I take everything to the extreme. Yeah, because it's like it's no in between. You know, but that's just how I'm set up. So when I looked at it like that, it's like I, I almost kicked into like a survival mode. Right? It was like all right, let's go. You know, and I just started mm-hmm. like, I mean. I, mean, I was digesting books like crazy. This information, mm-hmm. I just wanted information. More, I just want to arm myself with information so I can have, um, I can I can make more conscious choices. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. So it's not like you, because when people create goals, right? Like a New Year's resolution, it's like, oh, for New Year's, I'm gonna uh, gain 15 pounds, but then. If you even do hit that goal, then what, right? You're more like, this is a long-term, like, restructuring of your life. And let's say people do have those, like, like aha moments. Because everyone has moments where it's like, oh, my life needs to change. But, like, what did you do to stay consistent with those changes? Uh, I held myself accountable, mm-hmm. um, right? Because, I remember, I'm, I'm not looking at it as... I'm looking at it as an extreme something. Yeah. Right. So I'm looking at this thing like if I don't make these changes, my life will end. Mm-hmm. I want to live. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so for me, it was like, I'm 100%. I'm making these changes. I'm 100%. I'm staying accountable. 100%. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do in order to create what I need to create within my life in order for me to be, like, I'm sorry, in order for me to become who I need to be in order for me to create the things that I need to have in my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what, what like this, that self accountability kept me accountable, but don't get me wrong. I'm human. Um, and you know, and I will have moments and I still do have moments right. of self doubt. Right. So I started learning mechanisms. I, I really started getting into like affirmations. Mm-hmm. Um, I started getting into um, just having things written written down and readily accessible. So when I have those moments, I can take myself through like, almost like a, a um, I don't even know what to call it, but almost like a, like a training. I was like mm-hmm. conditioning myself. So when I, when I would have negative thoughts, or I would have moments where I felt, uh, I, I didn't feel empowered, I would open up my phone, I would, I would have, I had things written down that I would just go through, you know, say out loud and to kind of build me back up. And when I would have negative thoughts, I would like, I would have to put three positive thoughts behind a negative thought. You know what I'm right. saying? And over time, me practicing that, it became like I conditioned myself to when I had negative thoughts, it's just instinctual. You know? Okay. But then also, who I started surrounding myself with. You know, I started surrounding myself with like minded individuals, individuals that wanted the same, if not more, for their lives. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it was like, 
when you're surrounded by a bunch of people that's just getting after it, people that's that take their lives serious, man, it, it like really um, accelerates your growth, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was I would say that's like the, that was one of the biggest things, man. It's, I, I started to attract people that were next level, right? You know, they were next level, and it just transcended me, you know. Because I, I think I saw one of your videos yesterday, or not yesterday, but earlier this week about you met mostly people who you started the change narrative with at like a networking event, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I met networking events. Like, so I was having a question. I was having um, uh, a discussion with this young lady and she mm-hmm. was having some issues with, with finding good men. And I asked her, I said, well, you know, when you're, when you, when you, when you go out and you're looking for, you know, I'm not necessarily looking, but when, you, when you're out, right, and you're talking to men, what environment are you, are you meeting these guys in? And she was like, the club. Mm-hmm. Well, I, was, I told her, like, well, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> you probably <laughs> won't meet good caliber men in the club. And, I, and, and right. I'm not saying that good men don't exist in that environment. Right. But the majority, the majority of the people that you're going to meet, they're, they're on a certain frequency. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a certain mindset. They're all, they're looking for a certain thing. Right. So when, when you put yourself in an environment, you're looking for those things, what do you expect to get? Right? right. So for me, to bring it back full circle, for me, I was like, okay, if I want to surround myself with focused people, with, with people that want to take their lives to the next level, where do those people go? Where do those people hang out? What do those people do? And mm-hmm. I start putting myself in those environments. So one of the, you know, a great place for finding those type dogmatic people is our networking events, mm-hmm. you know, like, 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 like hunters, dogs, like they want to network with other hunters, other dogs, like, you know what I'm saying? So networking mm-hmm. events are great places to do that. You know, business, business conferences, workshops, you know what I'm saying? Where, where the theme is, is personal development. The theme is enhancing whatever skill set. Right. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, I started going to those and I met I mean a ton. Like I mean even to I still do, like even to this day. I mean yep. I mean hundreds of I mean just great people. Great people. You know, people that you can actually build with, people that value relationships. See, everybody doesn't value relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So people that actually see the value in having progressive relationships, you know, and take time to nurture relationships you know what i'm saying so just different caliber of people man and um even mentors as well great place to meet mentors and would you say people who don't value relationships like let's say you have a friend who's not on the same type of time you're on or they're just you know you're not really going nowhere yeah is it up to you to drag them along with you or would you just have to cut them off Every situation is different. Every situation is different. And I can I can speak from my personal experiences because I had this happen in my life. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own season, right? So just because your season was in 2019 or 2017 yep. and the other person's wasn't, mm-hmm. you can't 
Um, and their season might be in 2024. It's coming. Yep. But you can't, you can't drag them along. You can't, you can't try to force it upon them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it'll never work. You know, I tried to do it with my wife. <laughs> I tried to do it with some of my closest friends. You know, and it didn't work. I had to be patient. I had to wait on their season. Now, if you value the relationship, if you really see the potential, you value that person, then you'll keep them, you'll still keep them around. They may not be as close as, um, you may not keep them as close, or you may limit the time spent with that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't necessarily give up on them, you know? So what I started doing was, there were certain people who I seen, I, I knew they had the potential, I seen the potential. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I can't spend every day with you like I used to. Right now, I'm gonna kick it with you once a week, or it may be whatever, and the conversation is different, or whatever's different. Or I was just like, if we didn't talk as much, like with my wife, what I learned was I had to show her by being the example. I couldn't mm-hmm. just be like, oh, you need to read, oh, you need to do this, oh, you need to stop binge watching that show, yeah, because she would reject it. So I said, okay, I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna become the example. When she sees me change and she she sees the man that I'm becoming, she sees the respect and uh that I'm gaining within the community, all of these things that I'm doing, she'll come around. So I would just, you know, and I would give her um small little nuggets on things, right? So, for example, you know, I might just be like, come in and just tell her about something I learned today. Mm-hmm. You know, or I, I would just like plant small seeds in different aspects, you know, and then those seeds over time, they grow, you know, it takes mm-hmm. time, but they grow over time. And then you look up and like, for an example, like I'm going to use my wife as an example, when it comes to business, she wasn't interested in business at all. Like right. she was cool with, she was cool with just her, her life, you know, nine to five. Um, like she was good with that. She was content with that. Like that brought, mm-hmm. like she was just good. And I tell her like, hey, like, like I get it, you know, but that won't necessarily lead us to creating the light that we need to to have. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you ever thought about this platform? It was Airbnb? Um, yeah, I heard about it, but not really. Oh, okay, cool. So mm-hmm. then, like, you know, I would send reels to her Instagram. She's always on Instagram, so mm-hmm. I started like sending little reels to her. Oh, check yeah. this out. This girl made this much off Airbnb. Oh, this person was able to create this off Airbnb. And then two years later, she got her very first Airbnb like four weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like on her own, like just woke up one morning and was like, yo, I'm about to do this thing. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So the moral story we should uh, brainwash our loved ones and, uh, you know, just send them subliminal messages each day. Yeah, man. Give people room to grow. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. Give people room to grow, man. That one of the yeah. worst things you can do is try to force somebody. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I feel like when I come home every day, come big, like I'm big into like crypto and stocks, but I think it goes differently from how you're explaining it. Because <laughs> like I'm trying to show her price charts, like yo, look at this, look, look, look. It's probably overwhelming, so it's easier just to go in slowly <laughs> into something versus hammering yeah. them with information, like I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So what are some red flags at these like networking events you look for at people? Like, cause not everyone is a person that fits what you need. So what are some red flags for you or people in general? Like, like what should we look out for in business partners, if that makes sense? For business partners, um, I would say, I don't know if it's necessarily a red flag or, but I'm huge on energy, mm-hmm. right? I'm only, I only do business with people that I vibe with. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to force a relationship. I'm not trying to force us doing business together. If I don't vibe with you, then I, I'm not vibing with you. And it just is what mm-hmm. it is. So I've learned that when you when you go into those types of situations, because a lot of times people are trying to force their agenda on other people. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of people are, you know, whether that's like they're trying to get their next sale, they're trying to, you know, build their um, database for whatever. People have their yeah. own, you know, agendas. But people that's overly forceful overly about them you just Mm got to kind of just you know watch them closely but again like for me i kind of i kind of get past all of that because Mm -hmm. usually when they come off like that type of way they give off a certain kind of energy and i can feel it yeah and i usually i don't never like just like say hey stop talking to me but and i may still exchange information but usually um, it doesn't really go anywhere because I don't really vibe with them. Okay. You know? So um, I would say just follow your gut. Like, follow your instincts. A lot of people ignore those primitive instincts that we have. You know, we have them for a reason. Follow your spirit. Follow your gut. If you're feeling a certain kind of way about somebody, hey, leave them alone. Yeah. <laughs> you're probably feeling that way for a reason. Right. You know? So I'm not super pushy. I'm not super trying to just know everybody and uh, get everybody's, you know, contact information or whatever. Like, I'm not super thirsty to connect with people. If Mm -hmm. I vibe with you, I vibe with you. If I don't, I don't. You know, and that's just kind of like my philosophy. Okay. So, to wrap up, I have like two or three more questions. So, I always see you doing like all these things, right? And I'm just thinking like, there's no way he's in the military. Because whenever I see you, you're doing an event somewhere, a different city or something. So like, how do you balance like having a nine to five or being military and then doing two other like entrepreneurial ventures? Like, how do you balance that? Yeah. So check this out, right? And this is about to be a shocker. I don't believe, I don't believe in balance. I Mm. do not believe in balance. I believe in flow. Mm. Nothing in this world is balanced, truly, mm-hmm. right? But things flow, mm-hmm. right? So just like if you look at uh, relationships, sometimes a relationship will never be 50-50. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's 40 and, uh, 40 and 60. Sometimes it's uh, 30, 70, whatever the case may be. So as it relates to just the things in my life, it's all about flow. So sometimes I'll prioritize other things more than something else, depending on the season that I'm in. Right. So I'm never looking to balance things because it'll never be, it'll never be like that. So it's just like flow, give and take. 
sometimes I'm here and this is that, like, you know, and, um, you know, I, I've become pretty good at um, managing my time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I create a schedule for myself and, you know, sometimes I may drop the ball and I may miss certain things, but for the most part, it keeps me on track, you know? So it's like, and then like the, the things that I put on my schedule are, uh, what's the word? Like I'm doing them. Like it's, it's no excuses. They're getting done. So like at 4 a.m. I'm working out, you know, I'm sorry, at 4 a.m. I'm getting up at 4 a.m. 4.15, I'm reading. Mm-hmm. Um, 4.45, I'm in the gym. From 4.45 to 6, um, it's my gym period. Uh, from 6 to 6.30, I'm getting ready for, for work, military, right? Active duty military. Mm-hmm. 6.30 to 7, I'm on my way to work. Get to work at 7. Don't leave work until 6 p.m., <laughs> right? Get out of work mm-hmm. at 6 p.m. Work still has to be done, right? From 6, mm-hmm. from six to... 6.15, 6.15, I'm eating a dinner from 6.30 to 8. Um, I call it my uh, power hour, just yeah. productivity. I'm cranking out whatever I need to do. Um, and then from 8 to 10, and I call it honey time. And I dedicate those the rest of my night to my wife, mm-hmm. right? And catching up on our day, talking about whatever. Um, and I just stick to those things. And then on the weekend, you know, I'm able to do whatever is on my plate. I'm able to knock that out. But it's just like finding that flow, whatever works for you, Mm -hmm. you know, because everybody's situation is different, you know, but I don't make any excuses. And I just, you know, um, I stick to those things, like you know, so I would say, you know, don't necessarily look for balance, look for flow and, you know, um, you'll be able to do some remarkable things, you know, because a lot of, you know, a lot of times people work their job and like, Oh, you know, I'm tired. I don't want to whatever. But then it also goes down to what kind of life are you looking to create for yourself? Right. You know, what kind of life you're looking to create for yourself? If you're looking to create a certain kind of life for yourself, well, then you got to put in some extra work. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If that's an hour, an hour out of your normal day, it's an hour, but it's something. And it Mm -hmm. compounds over time, you know, so um, that's one of the things that I adopted um, that helps me stay on track and helps me um, continually progress my life. Like 1% of progress per day, you know, pretty much. Yeah. Well. Even if it's 0.01%, mm-hmm. it's still a step in the right direction. Right. You know? Those words from the wise. I have to go yeah. back and listen to this again. Um, like I said, I always knew you're a different guy. I was like, this guy's probably not 20 years old in this boot camp. <laughs> He's probably, probably like <laughs> this guy's This guy's like 50 in a 20-year-old body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. That's all I got, man. I really appreciate you coming on, being the first guest. Um, telling you, you have to do it again next year. Same time. Got to. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. I appreciate you for having me. Uh, great conversation. I look forward to your growth. As an individual, I look forward to your growth with your family and the growth of your podcast, whatever endeavor that you may have, man, I wish you much success. I really appreciate it. And for the audience, where can they find you? Your socials, uh, websites, anything? Yeah. So first, you can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Uh, you yeah. can find me on LinkedIn. 
uh, Malik Hassan. Uh, on Instagram, you can find me, um, Malik Hassan underscore AO. Also, um, you can find me on YouTube Shorts, Malik Hassan underscore AO. Um, pretty much just type in Malik Hassan and that should pop up. <laughs> All righty. That wraps it up. All right. Juice. Appreciate you. See you.